Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, hello, welcome, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of you, whatever you're celebrating. I celebrated with you, but the season is here. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone is having some really delicious food and uh, having a chance to reflect as we finally put this year behind us, ladies and gentlemen. And my name, of course, is Jamie Rodriguez, and I am the host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. For all of the new listeners that have been joining us recently, welcome. Uh, The premise of our show is we are all about music. We are all about the backstage to the best tours pre-COVID. We're all about discovering new up-and-coming artists. We talk to established Hall of of Famers, you know, like John Oates or Mary Wilson of the Supremes. We talk to established pop stars like Echo Smith or Vampire Weekend. The whole spectrum producers, tour managers, and all in between. If it's good and if it relates to music, we'll have them in here with the occasional comedian or actress or two. But yes, that's the gist. So welcome to the show, everybody. And speaking of up-and-coming groups and groups that have people buzzing and will be the talk of 2021, we have a female supergroup today, the Highway Women. The Highway Women, comprised of four mega-talented in their own right individuals, Drew Haley, Kristen Kaye, Bailey James and Jess Page, and they basically combined forces to create really powerful stuff. Uh, they just released their first, uh, they just released a single called The Highway, which is available on all digital and streaming platforms uh, since October 30th. And it already debuted on, you know, country, Apple Music, Hot Tracks, and a whole bunch of other, uh, you know, important metrics. So it's definitely vibing up. People are talking about The Highway Women. And uh, yeah, it's someone you should keep an eye on in 2021. We had an awesome talk, super in-depth, you know, over 40 minutes. We talked to all of them about their journeys, how they came together. There were some laughs. There were some, uh, you know, stories of, um, of, of, the song, of their songwriting process for each. Just really fascinating stuff, guys. I think you're going to really enjoy these ladies. We unfortunately were not able to have one of the ladies, uh, but, you know, but we did have three. So it, it was a great, it was a great time. It was a great, great time. Uh, they come in different orders because, you know, uh, sometimes they come in, sometimes they come out. But it was it made for a really fun chat. So I encourage you guys to listen to um, to the first single, The Highway. And uh, guys, check out The Highway Women. They are outstanding, outstanding artists. So without further ado, guys, this is The Highway Women on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. And if I don't see you anymore before Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hello. Hi. Okay. How so are the, you? The others thought it was an hour from now. So okay. I, th- I think that Kristen will be joining shortly. Okay. Cool. So, so, so then who do we got then? Um, well, you just have me, sure. you have Kristen, and um, I think it's just going to be us two. Okay. So we're missing Jess and Drew. Yeah, uh, Jess is at work, and Drew, I think she's with her kids. I'm not quite sure. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I got you. 
We can never doing? wrangle us all together. I know. Hey. I know. I was thinking that that would have been a miracle. Hello. Hey, this is Sam. Um, I just want to let you know that uh, everyone's jumping on. There was a little bit of time confusion. Yeah. Hey, Sam. Link. Hey. Uh, so uh, everyone should be jumping on in a second. I just want to jump on, make sure everything uh, was fine. Bailey, it looks like you got in. So that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone else should be jumping on uh, any minute. Okay, great. All right. So then I'll just, uh, we'll wait. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hop out um, of the Zoom. Uh, but, you know, let me know how it goes. Cool. Thanks, Sam. Great meeting you. Great connecting. You too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Cool. So there you go, Bailey. Looks like they made it. Yeah. No, um, I... I saw, and luckily I, I already was prepared. Usually I'm prepared like an hour before, um, but the others, gosh, they're not even prepared 10 minutes before I love them though. <laughs> That's great, Bailey. So how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So um, you're ready for the holidays, for the end of the year? What's going on in your mind with that right now? Well, I got COVID a week ago and what? so- I know, it's been, it's been insane. Um, okay, we have to start there. Like, yeah. rewind. <laughs> what happened? Um, so I, you know, I'm an artist on my own, aside from the Highway Women, and I had a performance. And, I mean, in Nashville, the mask mandate is... A hell really of an artist, by the way. A heck of an artist. You've played at the Bluebird Cafe, bunch thank of places. You. Like, you are amazing. But I digress. Go ahead. No, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so we were at a performance. It was Puckett's in Leapers Fork, Tennessee. A hundred people packed in this small place. Nobody had their masks on. And I, I, I sang my songs. I went home. A couple days later, started to have a little cough, cold. I was like, okay, it's just a cold. Oh boy. Two days later, me and my dad lose our taste. Can't even smell bleach. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, my God. Did you, try, did you actually try bleach? No, well, we, we, he smelt the bleach. No, it was okay. just smelling it. We didn't Yeah, we didn't ingest it. it. Okay, okay. It was the bleach test. I got you. Hi, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's been crazy. And it, I mean, it hit pretty hard. It was like a really bad flu, so. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad that you're coming out. It seems okay. Yes, thank you so much. It is, it was, God, a week. But other than that, it, I'm excited for the holidays. <laughs> I'm going home for Christmas. Once I'm quarantined, right. we're spending Thanksgiving together. I want him. I saw uh, KFC has like this Thanksgiving bundle, and I'm just, <laughs> just want to go to KFC. Good, good for you, Bailey. Well, listen, since you're here, like, let's start with you. Like I said, like you are an accomplished as solo performer. You're amazing. Um, you know, Patsy Cline is one of your biggest influences. You have, you actually have done some beautiful covers of her of like, um, you know, yeah, of her. Can, just tell us a little bit about, you know, about Patsy and other influences that have shaped you because you're a very unique artist by itself. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I love, love Patsy Klein. She was my um, kind of the start of uh, where I wanted to be in music. I listened to her when I was, gosh, 11. My dad used to sing Johnny Cash to me in the car, which is how I got into old country music and it nice. progressed to me listening to Patsy all the time. And I love the way she could just emote to her lyrics and you knew exactly what she was thinking in that moment. And that I, I'm just drawn to artists that are really emotive. My 
influences range from like Kurt Cobain to mm -hmm. Amy Winehouse to Janis Joplin to Patsy to Hank to Johnny Cash and it's they're all rebellious and they all are really emotive and um that's shaped my music in a really big way yeah Patsy was the starting point and then it was Amy and then it was Kurt Cobain and then it, it shaped my sound because I pulled from all of them that's amazing that explains do you like Janis Joplin I do yeah Okay, I have a story it for you. a lot. Yeah. No, well, listen, I have a story for you, but like I'm interviewing you, but like I'll just tell it quickly. I stayed in the room where Janis Joplin died in oh Hollywood God. at the Highland Gardens Hotel, room 105. I wow. took my dog and they, there's like this immediate energy that you feel when you go in there. They've left yeah. it almost pretty much untouched. You know, um, there's a shrine in the closet. You have to leave something for her. Like people bring bottles of whiskey. It's like a whole thing. If you can ever do that, it's not necessarily a restful night, but it is a special night, you know? I, I'm a really spiritual person. So I like totally feel other people's energy. And I, I, would, to I would get so anxious in that room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm just gonna. Already, I'm just gonna tell you the story. I'm just gonna tell you the story. You're gonna think I'm nuts, but like I woke up at 5 a.m. Okay, and uh, in the mirror, like I saw Janis Joplin for like 20 I, seconds. I totally would not be surprised. I I lost my brother um, when he was 18, and we have had the weirdest experiences. Just out, like completely. You, people would think we're crazy. Oh so God. I don't think anything is good. Good. I felt, I felt compelled to share that with you. But I have to tell you this, and then we'll go back to you and we'll stop talking about me. She was very happy. So happy. And I love that because, you know, we were raised to think that she had this tortured life, that she died young, all this stuff. And she was smiling ear to ear as if saying, dude, I am so happy here. People come from all over the world and they tell me how much they love me. I am the happiest in the world. I and could I, see that. I could see that. I could see her being much happier in death than in life. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. But anyway, that's the end of my story. Tell me a little bit about you. Like, where did you grow up? I grew up in Pennsylvania in a okay. little town called Levittown, super blue collar. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm just a northerner at heart. I have a northerner's mentality. And so moving to Nashville, it was so weird because people are just there. Um, their personalities are completely different in the way they handle themselves. Uh, Northerners are a little more like, if I don't like you, well, then I'm going to say it. And yeah. Southerners are roundabout. Bless you. Of, Bless you, yeah. dear, kind of thing, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And so that was really weird. But yeah. I, I mean, I love Nashville. And growing up in Pennsylvania kind of gave me the not taking anyone's shit personality. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's good. That's good. And how long have you been in Nashville? Oh, gosh. Uh, three, four years. Three, four years. Mm -hmm. Nice. And how was that? Did you always know that like you wanted to be an artist and that was like your goal going to Nashville? Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to pursue country music, which actually I, I'm more country blues soul somewhere in between yeah. now because I didn't want to I didn't want to be um full blues and soul but i wanted to be somewhere in between because my voice isn't country but i i love the um 
my well, my influences. Like the Pat- soul. Yeah, I yeah, got I mean, you. Patsy Cline is not, she's country, but at the same time, her voice leans so much towards pop. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, you know, we talked about, you know, you, you're critically acclaimed. Uh, I think that like a lot of people, you know, have you in high regard. You've talked to, you've played at the Bluebird Cafe, among other places. These are places, um, Bailey, that are, you know, legendary, like folkloric, almost in a way. I know when you're living there, Broadway, it's just where you live. But yeah. tell us a little bit about the first time you played these places. Like, were you nervous? What was the energy in the room? Yeah. Uh, well, the Bluebird is funny. I was 11. It was my first time in Nashville and they were still doing the cattle call. So you would all go, you would get a ticket. Some people would get to play. And I think I was like seventh or eighth or somewhere really close to the start. And so I heard a bunch of people sing before me and I was very new and um, I was so nervous, but I got to play a song that my uncle wrote he played the guitar for me and it was just a really special moment for us I you know as I said I'm a big energy person and I felt Mm -hmm. like that the energy of everyone else that had been in that room that was really legendary and that was amazing um I was saying today I remembered uh I got to sing the national anthem for Charlie Daniels before he passed away and he's like yeah oh my god tell us a little bit about that where was it Oh, gosh. Uh, about a year ago, I am mm-hmm. part of the Jason Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization that brings awareness to suicide. And I lost my brother that way. So okay. it's super Sorry important. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's super important to me. And it was a golfing, um, golfing outing that they kind of do every year. They raise money for the foundation. It was the Charlie Daniels golfing outing. And um, gosh, I, it was so crazy singing that's the most nervous I've ever been to sing the national anthem let alone sure. it's a hard song to sing it is a hard song to sing yeah it's so rangy and um <laughs> I remember just like shaking there's a video of it somewhere and it's definitely not my best national anthem but just like he's in the background and you can see him sitting there and now that you know he's late and great it's even more meaningful Absolutely. Absolutely. So in a situation like that, do you play it conservative or do you go for like the Whitney Houston national anthem? Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I love Whitney. I would go for it in like um, if I was singing at the Super Bowl sense. But hmm. when I'm just singing um, the national anthem, I'll, I won't do all of it chest. I'll go to my falsetto and uh, just just because sometimes it's like at four in the morning and I didn't warm up. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Confessions. I love Confessions. it. I love it. Well, well look, I want to talk with the, about the highway women, like when they join us, but like, I want to take advantage and just grill you on your solo. Cause it's amazing. Have you written a lot of songs this year? Like what's 2020 been for you creatively as a solo performer? Creatively. It's been amazing. I, feel the most creative this year. I finally got to sit down. I had all these ideas, but I never had the time to sit down and write them. And now that we had quarantine for like three or four months seriously here where we were inside the house for that long. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote. So I, I have four singles that I think I have just like stacked up on the way. And then I'm going into the studio to record four more. So it's, it's crazy. And they're really genuinely amazing songs like better than I ever have written before. And they're just like up here compared to that. So I'm I super- love it. So you've evolved as a songwriter throughout all this. 
Yeah, I I evolved through really difficult times. Uh, when my brother passed, that was like a big evolvement. How, how long ago was that, Bailey? That was three years. Yeah, three, three years, years ago. Okay, so recently, right? Yeah, you had you grew you grew up, right? You have to. Oh gosh, yeah, I grew up so much, and I, I think that the best, the most legendary artists, and some people might not think the same thing, but my opinion is they've all had really difficult times in their lives and difficult periods um or, or I study like my favorite artists and that's what I've seen yeah. and that's what makes it their music so amazing so sure. it, that was like a really it was a really hard time for me but also one of the best because I really found myself and my music and what I wanted to do with it that's that's yeah that's true that's true. I read a book called David uh, versus Goliath uh, by Malcolm Gladwell and all the people that have changed the world, Bailey, they come from a situation that is test that has tested them. Every, yeah. every one of them, everyone, Steve Jobs, artists, you name them, you name them. So that was, yeah, I mean, my favorite artist, gosh, Amy and Kurt Cobain, they were like, sure. they were, they, <laughs> they were demons to themselves. And that's, yeah. that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So when you when, when you study someone like Kirk, like uh, Kirk Cobain or or Amy, um, how do you like? What do you learn from that? You're obviously super young and you're very talented. Like, what do you take away from that? That you're like, dude. Like, when I start making like hit records and people know my name and people know me by my friend's name, Bailey James or whatever. What like what are you taking from it? Like, what are you learning? I take from that. Um, well, I. There was this one time I was doing a performance and I, it was at a school and this was when I was first starting and I was singing, you know, schoolyard tunes. I was like 14. And yeah. this guy said to me, the janitor at the school said, if you ever lose yourself when, you know, cause you, you have an amazing voice and you're going to do amazing things, you need to go back home. And so that's, that's what I see from that. They lose themselves and then everything ar around them starts to fall. You need a good support system. You need people like your, your family, your loved ones, the people who will ride or die for you. That's who you need around you. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be snapped back into reality. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Someone to shake you up, right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And speaking of, uh, I think we just got joined by the one and only Kristen K, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Yes, she is here. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> How you doing, Kristen K? Good. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been catching up with uh, with Bailey here. We've been talking about her solo stuff and what Hi. the year has meant for her and her creativity. You know, it's been good. It's been good, right, Bailey? Yes, yes. You're a very good interviewer. I was going to say that. Oh, please. Well, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Kristen? I'm pretty good. Good, good. So, Kristen, you know, first of all, I, you know, I have to tell you, um, you're from Kentucky, right? Yes. <laughs> you're from Kentucky how long have you been in Nashville Kristen um actually only since June so not even oh, wow. yet yeah. okay how, so how, how is, how's the transition going six months five months <laughs> I mean I'm really glad that I moved because we're doing so many things that it's just so much easier to be like okay I'll hop skip and jump over there like in a minute when I used to have to drive two and a half hours to three hours to do everything from Kentucky right <laughs> So I'm definitely glad. I definitely isn't the experience I thought it would be because of the times, but yeah. I'm so glad that I made the move. Nice, nice. So you're from Eastern Kentucky? 
Yeah, I actually lived on Fort Knox military base for a okay. while. My mom's military. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Cool, <laughs> Kristen. And, you know, one of the things that, like, strikes uh, about you is, you know, like, I love your influences, right? Because this Reba McIntyre, you know, you're talking about Miranda Lambert, obviously Dolly. And I think that, like, you carry that with you. Like, you have that, like, feistiness, which is super cool in uh, the best <laughs> way. Like, I wouldn't mess with you. Um, (laughs) I definitely would not mess with you tell us a little bit about what they have meant to you you know artistically and personally oh gosh um they're literally such my heroes and honestly I go to them for kind of everything even though I feel like it's weird we never met but like I've studied everything they do to a T to learn from them, to be like, they're the greats. They've gotten this put together and whether it's the way they carry themselves in an interview or it's how they put together the songs or the music videos. Like I study all of it nice. <laughs> because I just am like that invested. That's <laughs> so great. Learn so much from them. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So Okay, I guess let's start talking about the highway women because I could you, you guys individually are such great talents. I could talk to you guys about your individual careers for like an hour each, but like we have to we have to go to the highway women. How did the project start? Um, I know Bailey joined relatively recently. Maybe Christine, you've been there before. So tell us a little bit about the genesis of it and uh, when you first heard of the idea. Yeah, I am at the moment the longest member in the group. I've been doing it for like a couple of years now. Um, But I actually got approached, weirdly enough, via Facebook. Me and Jill Pavel, our awesome manager, met. And she actually was following my Facebook page, my music page, and was like, oh, I really like her. There's something about her. And props to her for calling me out. And literally, I wouldn't have a career without her. Um, but yeah, she kind of missed messaged me one day and was like, hey, do you want to co- like, do you want to talk? And I was like, I don't even know her. I don't know anybody, but I'm going to go for it. And uh, thank God I did. Um, but yeah, she invited me to the group and she kind of was like, well, I have this group idea called the highway women. It's all about female empowerment and we want to tour, which hopefully we'll get to do at some point. Um, and we record songs and I was like, that sounds so amazing. And it's interesting for me because I never thought I would be in a group, but I'm really glad I'm in a group. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of, kind of how it started. And then slowly, but surely we've kind of had all these cool people join sure. and amazing. It's been great. There's been pregnancies. It's a whole thing. I love it. So, so uh, <laughs> Bailey, Bailey, I do want to ask you, um, because I, you know, I thought it was so cool. Like you guys are basically a super group because when you take the talents that you guys have, I, like yeah. I checked you guys out individually, you both Chris and Bailey, you guys Aww. are fantastic individually, but so you guys are like a super group, but you know, in the sixties or seventies, when you had super groups like cream or bad company or whatever, they were always, mm, Legends, they're already legends. Uh, basically, when they decided to come together, I don't want to say the sun was setting in their career, but there's a sense that they had already made it, right? The high, the highwayman as well. Yeah. I think it's so fierce and brave what you guys are doing uh, because you guys are like just starting to bubble and you're creating yeah. this power group. I agree. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I knew Kristen before, before we had ever become before she had ever gotten into the group we knew each other as yeah just like solo artists she was just getting into it I've been in it for like two years so I was pretty new um and now it's it's the perfect four ladies it's just like we're, yeah. we finally got what we need to really progress and we're getting so many amazing opportunities 
Yeah. You yeah. know why, Bailey? Because I think there's more there's more power in, in, mm -hmm. in the way you're doing it. You know, it's like it's, it, it, it's like there's a purpose. It's not like, oh, the legends are coming for our world tour. No, it's like there's a purpose to it. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I love what this pro I mean, the program stands for and the girl group, because there's a program also with it, be a highway woman um, or woman. And um, I, I think it's amazing. It's it's real. Too many times you see women in music saying that they support other women. And it's just not true. This is mm. real. I mean, we all love each other in this group. We all love each other in the program. We're all here to support each other. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes it um, different than some other groups is like everything about us is real. Like we are real life, like sisters, like family, like, yeah, maybe not by blood, but we got everything else going on. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're really tight. And I think the cool thing for me is um, I was a really new artist when I joined this group and I have like learned so much from the other ladies and from doing interviews and doing all of my like firsts in this group. So then when I go to do solo stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I already know how to do this. And it makes my life a little bit easier to, cause it, it's easier to do all your first with like three awesome girls around you than to just yeah. do it yourself, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, Kristen, I think we have about seven women right now in the top 50 country, maybe, maybe eight, which is more than it's ever been. Yeah. Like to say that it's it, it's progress, but but it's certainly not where we want to be. A um, couple weekends ago, I was in Nashville. Uh, you know, I was walking through Broadway, and you know, you see the Dirk Bentley Cafe, you see the Kid Rock restaurant. Like you don't really see that many like um like female stuff, if you will. Um, and you're really combating that, which is great. What do you think about that? Like imbalance, still where we are, Kristen. Um. I would say that we still have progress to make, but progress is definitely being made and it's yeah. very hopeful. And I love seeing all these like badass ladies come out and just kill it and just support each other because I feel like the best thing we can do is just that is to support each other. I love it. I love it. You want to add anything, Bailey? I, I completely agree with what she said. Um, I mean, it's, it's all around in music, but especially in country music, ladies have for most of time not gotten a fair shake when they say it's an old boys club they really mean it and so i'm like i'm just standing it in the face like that's not true yeah we, we can go toe to toe with the big boys oh yeah they're better <laughs> they're better i i, I, yeah. I have to i i work with two people on my show they're both ladies are you kidding like it's like the best you guys are just better you guys are just better Aww. like absolutely absolutely what do you think you know last question about this and then we move on to some more fun stuff but what do you think is uh, a responsibility of men um especially in country music is there something men should be publicly maybe doing more or do you think that it's that it's good as it is i mean i really do appreciate when they you know talk about the females and share us out and be like hey they need to get a fair shake but also i will say that I don't have anything against the guys either. I mean, it's not really their fault that like we don't get a spare of a shake per se. So we always say like, we, of course we're about female empowerment, but we still like our guys. We got plenty of guys on our team as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely appreciate when they, they pointed out that's really cool of them. Definitely. Kristen, let's talk about the single, you know, um, so good. Uh, the theme, and it's going to be this, this, the theme song for the program, the, the highway program. Uh, it, it just sounds so fun. It's like you guys described it perfectly. It's like you want to listen to it with the hair, you know, rolling out your window. 
on the Kentucky, the Kentucky hillsides or the Pennsylvania where <laughs> Bailey, let's go to, let's go to Bailey's for Thanksgiving kind of mode. Like, you know, um, tell us a little bit about the creation of this song. It's so full of joy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I have to give a lot of props to our guitarist, Dallas Duff. Um, he's actually the one that came to us with the idea for the song. The highway. Yeah. He, he brought in like, I believe the chorus and I heard it and I was like, oh my God, like that has to be a hit somewhere or could be. And I just really got behind it. I was like, honestly, if we didn't record that as a, as a group song, I'd be recording as a solo song because I love the song. But mm -hmm. he kind of brought the idea and then him and I just worked it out and it was really cool. And, and then we actually ended up having it produced by our, our friend Bonnie Diamond, who added in a few things as well. And the song wouldn't so be good. the same without everyone who contributed. But it's been really fun just to have like this like, like you said, kind of like you jam out and you can like, you know, go down the road, especially nowadays, we can't really go so many places, at least you can still jam down the road in your car. Um, but yeah, it's been really cool. And the highway, I think, is just about the musician's journey of just being like, you know, it is tough and there are hard times, but it's definitely worth it. And it's kind of that free feeling of being like, I know it's hard, but I just don't care because I have that much determination. And I feel like that represents the highway women and especially the Be A Highway Women program. Because I feel like any female who's going to be successful kind of has to have the mentality. Yeah, definitely. Oh my God. I, I think by the way that um someone's joining us. Hold on. Hey, Jess Page is joining us. Yay, Jess. <laughs> Look at this. Okay, so we have pretty much everybody, yeah, almost. Everybody's here. Oh my except, gosh! Except I'm Drew. Sorry. What a day. Okay. What a day. So good. My phone completely glitched out. There you what go. Technology. <laughs> I was there afraid that I would get caught like this. <laughs> <laughs> here, I've tried four times and it just said waiting so I've been sitting here literally like this and I was like oh my god if this pops up and I'm sitting here like this I'm gonna be like <laughs> oh my god you guys have so much fun together I can see it already yeah. look at this chemistry we're very silly Je Jess Page welcome to the show hey Jess wait oh no he's in and out she's in and out Jess did you hear us I'm here Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. She'll be back. She'll be back. Um, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Well, hold on. Who's that? That's Jess. Okay. <laughs> oh no. This is the I'm beauty here. of technology. I hate. Hi, Jess. Can you hear us? Oh no. If you can hear us, sing oh, a verse no. of "I Got <laughs> Wasted." I know. He's in and out. Oh no. Let me find my mat. It's all good. <laughs> Technology, man. I know. You think we would have figured it out by now, November 2020. Yeah, I know, right? I get it though. I've had it where I've been in the middle of an interview and it just oh, there dropped. There you go, Jess. There you go. Okay, yes, cool. Yay. So, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just uh I'm just gonna have to stand. So this is the <laughs> Nice. Just walk around my room, so I'll just stand here. No, it's all good. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Jess. Yeah, no, I'm 
sorry about the confusion. I like, I, but thank you for having me. I'm glad that I could join in, even though it's later than expected. So I appreciate you accom- like accommodating me and all of that. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, you know what? It's on brand, Jess. It's you, you did it perfectly because you're the newest member. You, you know, of the band. Right. <laughs> if you're gonna be, then be fashionably late. Exactly. So, so we're doing it like you know, we're we're modeling the system here. Go with the flow. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Jess, <laughs> since I have you, I I feel like I feel like I have to go straight at you, Jess, because you know we've talked to to the other gals and it's been amazing. Uh, but I have to ask you, like, you're the newest member. How did the opportunity come to join the Highway Women? Like, who reached out to you? How how did it happen? So I like, I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea about it. I've pretty much been doing, you know, a solo artist career the entire time I've been doing it. And up until- And by the way, amazing, I have to say, I got wasted, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that in like an hour and a half. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. I had some some serious motivation from a, uh, who is, you know, so yeah, it happens. I, I just put all of that fuel into that song and it, thank like you. That. I appreciate that. Yay. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so back to the question. Yeah, I had no idea, but um, up until about, I would say June of this year, I, a close friend of mine, whose name is Leslie, she's also in um, pretty much like artist management and development and stuff like that. And she doesn't live here in Nashville, but she deals with two artists and they come back and forth and she's friends with Jill and I've been friends with Leslie, you know, for years and years now. And me and Leslie are really close. And she reached out to Jill when she found out, she was like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for, you know, another member for our group. Do you happen to know of anybody or know of anybody that knows of anybody? And apparently without me even knowing, Leslie was like, I have the perfect person for you. Like this, go look her up. Here's all of her stuff. Like, like she's a really good friend of mine. Like, obviously, you know me, I wouldn't go out and say that this random person's good. You should like look into her, but I know her, I, you know, I know her work ethic. I know her character and all of this. I know her voice. I've heard her sing, you know, in my kitchen before. So you need to go look this person up. And she did. And it was literally like, I got a text message from Leslie like that night. And she, I think she might've been more excited than I was to get the news, which is hard to comprehend. But <laughs> Leslie was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just, I just talked to Jill. She's going to call you. She's looking at all your stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm excited. Just Yay. So then Jill contacts me. And then of course I did like, you know, 47 circles around my living room and screamed. So probably got complaints from the neighbors, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. You guys are so fun. Are you kidding? This is fantastic. So, you know, I want to, I want to ask you guys a, a question. I asked Bailey already, but uh, Jess and Kristen, like, you know, you guys are also like really great individual talents. Has this year been good for like your songwriting, like for your own, skills creating new songs you know creating new projects uh, besides the highway woman that's that's a that's a solid question that's a good question chris uh christian you want to take it first oh sure i can um yeah i honestly i've had a lot more time to do writing and i don't feel like i get to focus on that usually too too much because we're always like running around somewhere so it's it's definitely given me a lot more time to kind of work on my writing process and just do a lot more writing in general with sometimes on FaceTimes and Zooms because that's how it is now. But so, but uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot more of that. So I would say so. Cool. What about you, Jess? 
I I do agree with Kristen uh, completely and 100% because, you know, this year has been everything short of, you know, someone's general idea of normal. But I will say also, and I'm going to speak like just based like honestly, this year when it comes to songwriting, like for yourself, from yourself and like your emotions and everything, this year has been a lot on everyone. But if you're a and you're trying to find a song then I mean you're stuck by yourself or whoever you're stuck with you can't go anywhere you can't do anything you can't go meet up with other songwriters and feed off of them and feel their you know work on projects together and that's the main part of songwriting is you know getting together feeling the music feeding off of one like each like feeling each other's emotions and you're like as soon as you hear it or you work on it you're like that's not gonna work and then you hear it you work on it and you're like okay yeah that's good that's gonna be a hit like let's do that it's really hard because you have all of this that you want to do, but it's also there's so much just like stress and everything built up from not being able to do all that, not being able to connect personally with people. And so you feel like you can sit down and write a song and then you start writing it and you're like, this is exasperating. And then you just kind of put it off and you're like, okay, I'll get back to it. And it's like, you want to do it and you have that drive still. And that, that focus is still there but it's just the personal connections that you make with everybody along the way that lack those. And so it's, it gets just, a, and this is just me speaking, but it gets a, just a little bit harder to finish something when you don't get that one-on-one connection with a fellow songwriter or musician. That makes perfect sense actually, Jess. And, and, and Bailey, uh, just if you want to add to, to this, um, I, I feel like I, I, you know, we talk to songwriters here all the time. And first of all, I feel like there was a lot of pressure, like in April when everything started yeah. to happen, because everyone is like, well, you know, Charles Dickens wrote, you know, his books in the <laughs> pandemic. So, so it's like everyone started freaking out because they were making breads. Yeah, well, um, this is the Black Plague, so whatever. Right, you're right. People <laughs> are like, well, I'm making a croissant, you know. But um, but yeah, but also like, you know, we we talked to a lot of songwriters, and a lot of them, you know, they say, listen, like I've I've heard this a few times. It's been it's out. It's been a hard year, and people always romanticize that like the best art comes when you're like down. But maybe you guys can add on this, Jess and Bailey. Like, maybe sometimes it comes like after the fact. But like when you're down, you're down. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I agree. Emotionally, in like the beginning of the year, when when the when quarantine started, I was like popping out songs like it was nothing. But at this very, I go through phases as a songwriter, so I'll be like popping out like seven solid songs a week, and then I'll like have like four months where it's nothing. Mm. And it's that's just how it is. That's how my creativity flows. I don't know if it's the same way for those two, but that's how it is for me. Absolutely, um, I haven't. I- actually I mean not only not having the time because I am one of those that's fortunate to still have a job through all this like I still work five sixty hours a week which on top of everything else is beyond exhausting but I mean it's been probably since my birthday in July since I've even tried to write a song like a full song and it's just because it's so it's not only like it not only is everything mentally exhausting but it's physically and emotionally exhausting and draining because you're just trying to put everything that you have into what you love which is music and songwriting mm-hmm. and with all of this going on it just drains you in all three of aspects and so it's hard to put what's left over into a song and make that song the best song possible which is what you always want yeah so with i mean with that being said it's like yeah songs come some of the greatest songs come when you're down. Like I got wasted. I wrote that after an extremely terrible breakup, but it wasn't directly after my breakup. It was, you know, two and three months later after I'd finally been through that down period 
found myself and realized, you know, I was like, he sucks anyway. So <laughs> I'll write the song. So No, I, yeah, yeah. I they just really said all of it very well. And I feel like I didn't even fully know how to say that. But um, I would say that it's, it's this hour year has kind of been hard because normally you, you kind of go through like a hard time and then you like process it and then you're like writing a song about it. But this year is kind of like the minute you think that it's all good, something else happens <laughs> like all the time. That's the truth. Like, oh man, like I just need to catch a break. So yeah, but I also agree. I feel like we've, I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like we've all kind of felt that pressure of like, oh, but you have all this time. You got to write all these songs. You got to put all this stuff together. And they forget like, we're humans. We have emotions. We're trying to process the same things our fans and everyone else is trying to process. So I try to do my best, but I'm not going to lie. There's some days that it's definitely harder. And I'm like, hey, maybe I'm not going to post on social media as much today. Or maybe I'm not going to answer all the messages back. Because I mean, you. the hardest thing I've had to learn is like, you have to give yourself grace and you have to know that like, I'm a person and I'm human and I can't be that all the time, especially during all this. So, but we try to as much as we can because we want to uplift our fans, you know? So, yeah. Like I said, it can be exhausting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and Jess, uh, you know, you mentioned that you, you know, you also have a job. Um, when you're songwriting, like, can you like when you're a songwriter sometimes inspiration just strikes in the in the most random moments right like can you be in the middle of work and an idea hits you and you're like hold on and you need to go record it on your phone or like or is it like nine to five i'm gonna write on saturdays pretty established that would be amazing to have a nine to five right rise <laughs> <laughs> seven to five thirty every day no um there are, yes, I do. There are like most of the time I will say when inspiration or ideas hit me, it's like the most random times. It's like if I'm driving or half the time, like about not like 75% of the time I'm asleep and I'll dream it or I'll think of it right before I go to sleep. Nice. And so I either grab my phone and I use my notepad and my phone and I'll just jot down whatever I have because Lord knows in the morning, I'm not going to remember it. But if I don't do that, I have a little uh, like scratch pad that I keep beside my bed and I just write whatever I have down on that. And I can't even tell you how many countless things I have in my phone or my notepad that are just like one liners or half a chorus or anything. Like that. And it's just because I just think of it and I'm like, you know what? That's good. I like that. I'm going to go back to it. And then another one hits me. I'm like, Ooh, I like that one. That one's good too. I'm going to go back to that. And then I'm like, crap, I forgot about the other one. Nice. nice. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> kind of random. Yeah. Absolutely. Bailey, um, what are like your dream collaborations? Like when, when the Highway Women in a couple of years are playing Bridgestone Arena, you know, the grand old Opry, you know, and, <laughs> and we'll and our show will be there to cover it because we're manifesting it now. Who do oh you want gosh. who do you want opening <laughs> for you guys? Like who who do you want to be on stage with, Bailey? I'll I'll um, just go ahead and answer for yeah. Kristen. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> let's let's just say for Kristen, Reba. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, most of my biggest influences are dead. So let me think of one that's alive. I love Chris Stapleton. If we could do okay. something with Chris Stapleton, I'd cry. He's Ooh, amazing. That would be good. I agree good. on that. Solid. That would be good. Go ahead, Jess. Uh, my two biggest ones would be Terry Clark. And Terry Clark, that's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. And Loretta Lynn. 
Ooh. Ooh, nice, really nice. Right there. I mean, Bailey and I would be right there with you on the little red little one, just saying. <laughs> I, I will yeah. hop on that one. I might let you chime in on Coal Miner's daughter. I mean, oh, oh. Nice. that would be. I love it. I love it. So, Jess, I want to I want to ask you something. We briefly talked about it with with, with the other gals earlier. Uh, we were talking about the whole like female in the industry kind of thing, but I do want to ask you. Um, because you guys, I mean, in my book, all three of you guys are super talented and you're on the upswing. And we were saying that other super groups, they were more established, maybe in their third act. You guys are just starting and that sets you guys unique, Jess. But I wanted to ask you, like, did you have people in your circle? And after Jess, I would love to hear also Billy and Kristen, maybe like pull you aside, your manager and someone and be like, listen, uh, Jess, Bailey, like, I don't think it's the time, like focus on you right now. You know what I mean? Focus on you. This is your time. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a good question as well. Um, I mean, that, that, that's a personal question. And I feel like that's not asked enough from a lot of artists because it mainly like once you're in a group, it just kind of focuses on the group, which it's, it is about the group. We're all still individuals. And so, I mean, I have had nothing but complete and utter support. Like my manager who isn't technically a manager, she's just my best friend from, you know, back home in Alabama, who's been handling all of my stuff. She supports me and she knows that, you know, I can go far and I can do what I love. And she believes in me and all this. So she's just been there as soon as I told her that, you know, Jill contacted me. She had nothing amazing things to say. She supported me along the way. My family is excited. They've been mm-hmm. nothing but excited. Pretty much everybody that I've told, even my fans that follow me and all of my social media sites and through iTunes and all that, you know, they're, they're, I've gotten messages that were like, oh, we're super happy you're with a group now I mean this is amazing like we're so happy for you you're gonna go so far these are talented females they're amazing girls all this and so I've had nothing but support and I mean I feel like if someone were to say like maybe you should focus on yourself I mean not get upset about it like don't get angry with them because I mean you know everyone has an opinion but you have to think about yourself in the long run because again it's you who's doing the singing and the songwriting and that it's you who's going to be in the band with these other girls so you have to make a decision like is this for you is this what you want to do are you willing to do the work and put the work in do you want to be here like this what you want to do and for me all of those questions are answered with you know pardon me but hell yes and so I mean I these girls I've become like I've come to find out are like my new best friends and my new sisters and we all work amazingly together and I'm I'm so happy and grateful to not only be a part of their lives but be a part of this group because this group has taught me more than just like being in a group with females it's it's taught me a lot about music and myself with music and just things that I didn't know or recognize or realize and see it I'm like okay that's actually really super helpful and that I'm I'm glad that I'm here for this because it's it's actually life-changing and that's what's important I love it Thank you. Kristen, you want to go? Sure. You can Bailey's go after like, Jess. I ain't following that one up. No, <laughs> everyone wants to follow me when I have I can follow you, sorry. <laughs> um, so, well, first of all, that was so sweet, Jess. We love you. And, we love you. Um, yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. There's always the question, and I think every interview, of like, how do you balance your solo? And you're like, group stuff and all of that. And it's like, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're not two separate entities as much as people think that they are. 
because honestly, like we're throwing in like our own songs in the set. So we're writing the songs, we're recording our voices on the songs and all of that's like, everything still has everyone's individual names on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it still is building you as a solo artist because honestly, I feel like from the beginning, the vision of the Highway Women was to launch four superstars, to be honest. And I think that Jill as our manager, that is really a focus of hers. And honestly, one of the requirements of being in this group is to be a solo artist because it just makes it different. Mm-hmm. And the thing that always has fascinated me is we have always had four different girls that have completely different styles, completely different looks. And somehow when it comes together, we blend. I don't know how. It's a perfect chemistry. You guys do have the perfect, but people people say like it's a perfect chemistry. But the thing with chemistry is that like you can have an element like, you know, titanium and you all it takes is like 0.01% of an extra more Jess and a little bit of just a smidgen more of Bailey. And you have something completely unique. You know what I mean? We all have very yeah. unique personalities and we balance each other out. I like to say the two right here are very high energy and me and Drew are more just like chilling out and it balance, yeah. we balance each other out. I love it. <laughs> I am the group comedian. It just, I don't know. Yes! <laughs> he is. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I think of the highway, the highway women and my own solo career. I mean, I put it all down on the same schedule. So it's all the same to me. It's just music and I, I enjoy it. I love it. And I think that it's an amazing addition to what we're already doing in our solo careers. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, ladies, Jess Page, Kristen Kay, Bailey James, you've said it all. You've said it all, um, you know, obviously, a new EP is coming out soon. I feel like 2021 is going to be such a huge year for you guys. I just, I just have that. I just have that gut feeling. You guys have all the elements, the talent, the charisma. You guys are amazing, very talented, down to earth. You have all the elements, guys. And you know what? It's been a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Thank you. Aww, thank you. And again, for accommodating me with you know the time nonsense oh, and everything. no problem no. So, n- next time when we do an interview in person in nashville or whatever i'm just you know I'm like bailey i'm gonna tell her the real time you know jess i'm gonna tell her like an hour before right like, <laughs> you know, like, like I've, i learned how to do it now so it's all good hey, at work and i was told seven my time <laughs> uh, jess is actually the adult of the group I am the one who's usually the irresponsible one. We just switched mom. it around. I have to mom all the time. <laughs> she does. She has to mom. Yeah. I do have one question. Yeah, I, have, I have noticed the posters on your back wall. I noticed yes. the one. Were you part of that propaganda where you two got put on our iPhones like seven years ago when no one wanted it on our iPhones? Oh, my God. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. No one how to get it off i know i know that was a career that was a career faux pas Let's i that. mean that was there also the other one. Oh, oh my gosh <laughs> jess is like <laughs> i've been noticing i've been trying to figure i don't know if y'all have noticed me looking or not but i've been trying to figure it out tell me what are you looking at the other posters not the one in the middle the one on your far left the black keys that? i think it's a black keys one. Oh. Ah. yeah okay it looks kind of Star Warsy to me, so I was kind of interested. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like it's like psychedelic, actually. 
Ooh. I was about to give you two thumbs up if it was Star Wars, but now you only get one and a half. Like, no, get one and a half. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a great uh, Thanksgiving. Have a great rest of the year and uh, to 2021 for the Highway Women. Yes, thank, you. thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right, guys. You've been listening to J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.